this episode is on gun violence and we do talk about the incidents that have happened and if you just can't hear that right now it's okay you don't have to listen we also do talk about mental health a bit so just as a trigger warning you don't gotta watch or listen listen to this episode so yeah just stay safe yep hey it's me sleepy along with my guest anisa and this is the first episode of the sleepy podcast yay for those of you wondering why my name is sleepy it's because i'm constantly tired because of life so my alias shall be sleepy Anyways, like I said, I'm joined by Anissa today, and we are discussing the lovely, beautiful topic of gun control. So, yeah, before we get into that, though, Anissa, how you doing? Doing pretty well. How about you? I'm all right. I just got my, I just went to the dentist, and my tongue kind of hurts, but, you know, other than that, I think we're all set. So, let's get into it. Yes, let's talk about this topic. Yep. <laughs> so recently there was a mass shooting in Indianapolis where four Sikhs were killed along with the multiple shootings that have happened throughout history. This has once again brought up the idea of gun control. So like here are the details of what happened and I'll give you some stats later on but for now here's what happened. There was a shooting at a FedEx where a 19 year old white man, man he's a man, shot and killed eight people, four of whom were part of the Sikh community. The names of the victims were Matthew R. Alexander, 32, Samaria Blackwell, 19, Amarjeet Jahal, 66, Jaswinder Jaswinder, Kaur, 64, and Jaswinder Singh, 68, Um, Amarjeet Sekon, 48, Carly Smith, 19, and John Weisert, 74. So the gunman was actually a former employee in FedEx. And this case has like a lot of perspective, but before we start, I think we need to point out that this FedEx was actually known for the multiple Sikh people living or working there actually. So this wasn't like a not targeted thing this was most likely targeted towards the Sikh community so yeah another thing just to point out is that Sikh individuals are commonly mistaken as Muslim which is just Islamophobia which is equally as terrible but I just wanted to hear your thoughts on this entire ordeal well definitely just hearing that it was a hate crime should alarm a lot of people considering the fact that it shows that given all the laws in our history in America and we all talk about racial equality and everyone's equal all these hate crimes have happened because no one follows the sense of racial equality there is no there's absolutely no way you can explain these hate crimes with justifying the statement we treat people equally no one is treated equally especially people with color which is which has become a repeated pattern amongst america like to this day which literally sucks and just knowing that um a person who is caucasian 
and because of because of the color of their skin has more power than a person with color should alarm a lot of people that we are living in America with the rules of color, not by the rules of fairness and equality, which is what we were brought up with. I'm well, personally for me, how I was brought up with, I was brought up in a very Muslim family. So we had a lot of Islamic laws because that's my religion. I follow that. But we were also taught in that religion that we treat people the way you want to be treated. We, we know this in schools. We know this. I think almost wherever we go, we treat people with the respect that you want to get. And it's so upsetting when you hear about these shootings that they were, these people were just minding their own business at a FedEx, but they were targeted because of their race, about of their skin color, et cetera. And no one's doing anything to stop it, which is honestly pretty upsetting. Yeah, those are all like completely fair thoughts. Uh, in this case, I think it was not only their skin color, but their religion as well. Uh, I was, I think I mentioned this, but I was watching the Daily Show or something, and there was a whole segment about how Sikhs are commonly misinterpreted as Muslims because of their turban and what they're wearing. Not right, and it's like also, it's like also the statement of don't judge a book by its cover, but what are we doing? We're judging them by the way they look and guessing their religion, which is also a common mistake we all have, we've all done. But we should really stop doing that because all these small factors are what leads up to a, like a big shooting. Like it's common knowledge. Like I don't, I'm sorry, this is so frustrating sometimes because this is just, this is just unacceptable. And while we all, after these shootings happen, unfortunately, we're all like, we need to change. Those are just words. When people start taking action, Action means we all come to consensus that something needs to be done. Not that 30% of the population believes that something should be done. It's 100%, not 99.9. It's 100% of the entire United States or the entire world agrees that we need to do a, make a change that benefits the community, not benefits me. Like, oh, I have my own opinion. We cannot live based on our opinion. If I were to do that, I probably wouldn't even get a job anywhere if I was just like, oh, I hate these sandwiches you made. I couldn't get anywhere. Like, oh you have to think logically. Like, it's it's just uh, just not acceptable. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think, especially in the United States, this is like a free country. They have that entire, like, rhetoric that, like, you can do whatever you want. But, like, there has to be a point where you're like, nah. And the fact that that point is not like at racism that itself right. is just kind of yo what are you doing like i get that some people can have conservative values and that you can like say like blue lives matter or whatever that's pointless but the at the end of the right. day there has to be a line from what what is acceptable in terms of racism and i think people have already crossed that because they're like it's a free country Right. No, but it's also, okay, you can have your own opinion. That is completely fine. But it becomes a problem when you act on that opinion. Like, keep your opinions to yourself. I'll keep my opinions to myself. We can move on with our day. But when you act violently, may I add, to your opinion, and to someone who's not even harming you, okay, whatever. They believe in something else. Move on with your life. You believe in that thing. They could be attacking you and you wouldn't like it. 
So what makes it, what justifies you bothering someone violently, verbally assaulting them or accusing them and getting upset based on what they believe in when they could do the same to you? Yeah, yeah, that's honestly, it's very disappointing to see this because there were actually the mother of the child said that she, I, I saw this in an article, but that she like, there were signs that this guy was unstable mentally. Like he, exactly. and he, he, they let him have a gun. They like let him, they See, gave that's it That's one to of him. the biggest problems. So um, I read um, on an article. So like, it's this like famous news reporter, um, Chris Cuomo. So he has his own TV show on CNN. And he said, and I quote, shootings, gun laws, access to weapons. Oh, I know when they'll change. When your kids start, start getting killed, white people's kids start getting killed and the problem you know yes that statement is upsetting but it is the most truth you will ever have in america because whether we want to admit it or not white people are caucasian excuse me but caucasian people, people are fine, ultimately right? uh, are not targeted they are ultimately the people who have the guns and what's upsetting is okay let's say a color with a uh, person with color has a gun but the thing is if they're showing the signs yeah, people will ultimately good. catch them before they do anything yeah. With, and what because of their color so they become more of a target like no there have been so many like the parkland shooting yes, nicholas yes. cruz had so many signs. he would shoot up squirrels in his backyard the neighbors complained police were called he lived in a foster home he would act out are these not signs of someone that should not be even holding a gun let alone a knife like yeah it's these small factors like, even I remember a classmate in his school said, um, yeah, I've always noticed he was a bit quiet and a bit down. And it's like, does that not concern you that he doesn't speak yeah. he's in his own head? He like, there's so many signs here. But like, if no, but if it's a person with color and they're not speaking they're oh, they're dangerous. Like, no, yeah. like you have to do you have to either do the job right or don't do it at all. Because honestly, like you don't you just don't have the right to do that. Yeah, on that point of, I, I completely agree with you just to say that, but I think on the point of white, in order for white people to care or people in like the government to care, white people need to be killed. I think honestly, that might not do anything. Like even if it's like white kids itself, if we go back to, I think Sandy Hook shootings, Sandy Hook shooting, there were multiple victims who were children, by the way, they were like really young, but there's nothing like major that's been passed. And if you look, um, gun control is supported by more than 60%, like pe more people want it to be more strict, but legislation hasn't passed anything because that stuff's slow. And right. including the Biden administration, like Biden has the power to do it, but it doesn't seem like he wants to get it done. It's because I feel like maybe because he might receive backlash, but everything we do will most likely receive, receive backlash. Yep. But yep. Um, I've heard from a few Republicans, like when they speak out about gun control, it's that. So in their states, so I know like Texas, Virginia, um, they're more so of, uh, we like to keep our guns, but it's like, okay, fine. Like, I understand why you want to keep a gun to be safe, but you should also look at it at a wider perspective of how people who 
most like most of the people okay fine actually no you know what people with like pistols okay whatever i mean granted i still don't i will never support having a gun but it's more so of um what do you call it it's more so of trying to do the right thing and um not like the simple things like keeping um assault rifles and we do not need assault rifles no one should have an assault rifle it is so like you should be smart enough for this like you know what those rifles are for are used for war like like people in the military are supposed to be using them not people at home like sitting down at the patio with like a holding an 8k47 I don't think that's reasonable like you have to think of it as as a big perspective like would you be comfortable like let's say your neighbor has an AK-47 he's a 19 year old would you be comfortable being his neighbor I personally would not because that makes that's just like you don't know what he's gonna do with it like exactly maybe he's like I don't know showing it for display but I don't I doubt he's gonna be doing it for that but it's more so of you need to like fix these gun laws because whether you like them or not put your opinions away look at the facts old the most likely the assault rifles the big guns are the reason when they're in the we're in when they're in the hands of citizens of america they it causes these catastrophes that ultimately bring these losses of like losing kids teenagers and then those families have to mourn for the kid who got who unfortunately died because a guy a guy who's unstable mentally unstable and could have received help had that assault rifle in the first place yeah i completely agree like uh, most of the things that you're saying i agree with because they're they're just basic like human knowledge let's be honest this should be common sense right but apparently it's not i don't know but i think when it comes to gun safety as well like I get that some people need guns for protection, but what about having an environment where that's not needed, where people right. are safe instead of like saying, nah, we want to keep our freedoms. Okay, have your freedoms, but if you want a gun to stay safe, why not make a safer community? Then you won't right. need the gun anymore. And in general, I think gun laws, they're not that radical, let's be honest. Like if we look at it, it's just basic ID checking, basic registration checking if you have any backgrounds in crime right. or violent crimes. And I don't think that's too much to ask for, let's be honest. If the IRS can like charge everyone every year for taxes, gun registration shouldn't be that hard. That's Not even that, like if you look at um, passports, airplane stuff, they yeah. have more check-in ID stuff than, than getting an assault rifle. Like, do you not realize the level of stupidity these people put in this, like, I am sorry for making a joke at this, but it's so sad that this, that they can't put their opinions away for this to understand that, a, like, even like making the ID thing harder or just not giving assault rifles, like people do not need them. Like yeah, you please. don't need them. I'm sorry. It's a straight up fact. I don't know what you need them for. Those are, there are video games out there that I also disagree with. That's so besides the point, <laughs> but there are video games. If you want to play with those assault rifles, you can go ahead and do that, but you cannot 
a kid should not have an assault rifle in their hand. Granted, a six-year-old man, 60-year-old man, he should mm-hmm. not have one either. Yeah. No one should have one. Like, pistol or, I don't know, like the small guns, BB gun. I don't really know guns because Are guns are like... BB gun, I think they're used for, like, squirrels. I don't really know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because I know there's a kid who hunts with his dad and they use BB guns. For like, squirrels? Like, yeah. Don't Which... ask. He's um crazy. All right, all right, um, all right. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, another big thing I disagree with is, like, mostly a lot about guns, but it's, like, also, con- like, it's the thing, it's, like, the smallest things that you can notice can make the biggest difference. And, like, some most of these people don't want to make it change because they feel as if it's stopping the amendment like the right to bear arms like okay bear your arm i don't really care but but it's also like are you putting if you have that gun are you putting someone else in danger or if it's or if it's you or it's like even the simple things like fine you want to keep those gun laws but do this right get more more strict um check-ins or i don't really know what you call them registrations like to get the gun make them stricter do um if you see someone unstable say hey you need help well maybe not you need help (laughs) but like counseling's there there's like you really should like up your eyes and it should not be based on race not color not race every single person should be held accountable like america says that they don't believe in it that's the biggest difference I mean, I think when it comes to like that race thing you said, I think people like to have the image of being non-racist when they have racist values because like otherwise they'll receive like backlash and cancel culture, which is a whole nother topic. Right. But, But like, I think America gives the illusion of equality when in reality it's very like desert style no equality it's right with like one tumbleweed which is like i don't know the one piece of legislation that gives colored people rights so right. i think i think in this specific incident like not in general this specific one it was definitely race related and most of sh- most of the shootings they're in schools i think a lot of them are in schools unfortunately yeah and while this wasn't in a school, I think a lot of those are targeted at communities of color just because they can. And they believe it. Like, it's so stupid. Like, like these people had to fight. Like, African-Americans had to fight for their lives to be a normal person. Do you not realize how stupid that sounds? And they're still fighting for it as exactly. well. Exactly. It's like, they shouldn't even have to try. Yeah. We say everyone should be treated equally but you look at these things you notice not one person with color is being treated equally if anything we are treated like we are the enemy like like what like um like like i remember there's like an eight-year-old just who was african-american walking down the street and well we call them karens literally start calling calling the police they're like he's threatening it's like nothing's happening yeah he's minding his own business playing with his toys 
he didn't even say hi to you. He didn't even say bye to you. He didn't say hola, como estas. He said, I'm going to play with my toys. You do your thing. And yeah. maybe she got offended because he didn't say hi. But guess what? Does not mean you target that kid because of his talk. Like, it's yeah. so upsetting knowing that you know you can make a difference but like the other people around you are stubborn who unfortunately have a higher power and they don't want to do anything about it because they know it's not affecting them you it's like one of the stupidest things about um the values and beliefs in america is that when something unfortunate as a shooting happens to your child or to you you realize you your perspective immediately changes you're like we need yeah. to do this. We have to do this. We have to make this stronger. We have to lessen that. We have to ban this. But when it doesn't happen to you, and you hear these stories, like even when you hear the stories, shouldn't you be like, "Damn!" Like I, I, I never would have thought. Like, oh my god, if I if I would experience that, then that'd be awful. No one thinks like that. They think, "Oh, it's not happening to me." I think I'm good in America, and I think I'm thriving. It's like, no, that's not how we live. We. Like in every family household, we live on morals. You break the rules, you should get, you. we get grounded. Like it's common sense. Yeah. People, like we act out, we still get grounded or we receive um, like maybe not therapy, but like a one-on-one conversation. And it's the same, you take that moral value in families into perspective, you can apply it to random strangers. You can apply it to um, someone who believes in, of different opinion than yours you it's like it's like it's the same values you were in when you were younger maybe maybe you guys have different opinions but it's i'm pretty but the same values still hold you want respect give respect you want equality give equality to others you don't want to be judged don't judge other people it's like these simple things that play a big role in society but ultimately people are too in a sense selfish to acknowledge the right from the wrong yeah i think in general america it lack they lack a lot of empathy and that might be because this is such a privileged country at that as well because for i think for the longest time we are we're like a first world country we don't have we have struggles yes but we don't have as many struggles and that is unifying but it also divides a lot of like it creates a lot of division. Um, and I think another thing is America doesn't want to come to terms with the fact that we are imperfect. Like a lot of other countries, while they have, while they have like still, while they're not like perfect, they're still, they still acknowledge the fact that they're not perfect. While I think America, the image is that we're like an amazing, beautiful unicorn land country but in reality, it's not, it's not like that at all. There's a lot of wrongs. There's a lot of mistakes in the system that was created in order to oppress people of color. Right. And another thing is, in general, American culture, I don't know if you notice this, but it's very taboo to talk about, like, topics in, like, politics or, like, guns. Like, right. even in school, we're not allowed to talk about politics. Like, it's just right. illegal. There, there are people are going to get rallied up. But it's also like this is happening in the world. You, we cannot ignore it. Like we should, I actually personally believe that schools should be more open with these discussions. Like rather Definitely. than we all talk about 
the world history like yes it's important I feel like the history of racism colorism like there's so many things we would actually benefit from learning in school but because school doesn't teach these classes or subjects we in a sense are little with knowledge and we have to go find this knowledge for ourselves I actually feel like if schools from a young age start teaching these subjects in the sense that we have the ability to make change um look at how inequality works, look at how equality works, look at the comparisons metaphorically, physically, verbally, examples of police brutality. Like there's so many things, if public schools or even private schools taught this stuff, I feel like kids would have a better mindset and be more open and have a wider perspective of when these unfortunate things happen. They'd, they'd understand why we why change needs to happen. They would understand the perspective of a Caucasian. They would understand the perspective of a African-American, an Indian, a Muslim, like they could understand every perspective. But because public schools, I believe, are afraid that if they open up the discussion, people would ultimately become too um, opinionated in the sense that they'd be too expressive that would get to a point where protests would happen in school. Like, okay, yes, there, it is a fear, but it's also you're stopping us from teaching people things, students things that they would actually benefit from and take with them in the real world from 20 years from now. Like it's the smallest things and they could be ultimately teaching it to someone else. And if you really think about it, you're benefiting each person at a time. And that's a better way to get the conversation started. It's a better way to get the community going rather than sitting there and just having, I remember um, in school, we'd have the Martin Luther King day, the uh, one day, the yes. most stereotypical presentation someone could give of yep. he fought for the country for African-Americans. We all know he did, but do we yep. know why? Do we know the real struggles, the real struggles they had to go to, the violence they face and how they had to fight so hard for the rights that they all deserve. Like we need to learn, look deep into this and honestly bring it to people's perspectives that hate to break it to you, but America is not you. America is built like, yes, we believe America is built on Christopher Columbus, which is I personally disagree because yeah. Native <laughs> Americans found this thing and I could go on a whole rant about that, but we are talking about this. Um, but anyway, but we I think we believe that honestly, America perspective with the world, the world believes as we like to call it, we're people inviting everyone of color. But you, if I swear to God, if you entered this place and looked at, a, just looked at the news. Yeah. It's so upsetting. It's like, it's like we're, we're inviting people of color, but we're inviting them to get killed. We're inviting them to yeah. get injured. We're inviting them to get become verbally, physically abused because of what you may ask, races, their race, their color, their religion, like, et cetera. And they're not, and they're not, it's not anything like you, like we hear on TV, like, like America's perfect. No, we are far from perfection because we honestly don't bring, we don't bring the values we say we do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's honestly, you're making really good points. Like, I don't know how to add on to this. You're putting me in a corner, bro. But, so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, 
I completely agree, to be honest, that there's nothing to disagree with. And I honestly think that the only way to get like any source of, I think the place to start with like this entire matter of like racism, gun control and all that like intersecting in like a big blob of just hatred. Yeah. I think we got to start with gun control specifically taking away guns from people and taking right. them. Well, not like, actually, if I say that some people are going to be like, yo, they're going to take away our guns. No, we're not taking away your guns. At this point, you won't let us take away your guns. Right. So we'll just kind of add in some registration so that it's not as easy to get access because there was a video of a 14 year old getting a gun. And I was like, yo, I could do that. Like, I'm not going to lie. I could do that. I could walk into a store and be like, yo, a gun. And they'd be like, here, bro. And that entire thing. So I think we might want to go into more of a like statistics. So here are just like some statistics. So the total number of gun violence deaths, violence or gun deaths are 12,806. So these are like violent ones. Homicide and murder, 5,612. Suicide, 7,194. That'll be a thing to remember for next part. The total number of injuries that people get because of these are 10,138. So more people have actually died than gotten injured, which is, well, I couldn't expect anything better from America. So whatever, I guess at this point, I've given up hope. Um, There have been 155 mass shootings in, I think, 2020 itself. 2021, sorry, this is 2021, yikes. Um, Mass murders, 11. Number of children killed, 91. Injured, 193. Number of teens killed, 331. Injured, 799. Um, When an officer, this is an interesting part, like police and that sort of gun, the fact that they can carry guns, Mm -hmm. officer-involved incidents, 18 were killed, officers killed or injured, 96. So are these two different numbers? I'm sorry, I can't really. Oh, officer-involved. So this one is how many I think they killed specifically. I don't know. This is just from a website, so I'm honestly just saying them. Um, officers involved, I think either they killed 394 or, yeah, that seems right. I'm not going to lie. Um, and then the subject or suspect killed or injured, 280. I, I still don't know what this means, but okay. Um, for defensive purposes, 353 instances, unintentional shooting, 500, how do you, 578, how do you mistakenly shoot right? a gun how do you, do you just hear a bang and be like oh shoot i messed up like or, do you, or are you like oh my manicure oh whoops <laughs> like dude i dropped my gun i'm sorry right um murders and suicide instances together 173 people so If we also look at the international comparison of gun-related killings in a percentage to America in 2019, and I think for England it's 2020, but 2019, the U.S. is 73% 
gun-related homicides. England, 4%. Canada, 39%. That's higher than I thought. Dang, Canada. And Australia, 22%. So a lot of these homicides have guns. Next statistic, Americans' attitudes to gun laws. So as of 2020, over 50%, I think a little less than 60, but over 50% want it to be more strict. About a little above 30% want to keep it as it is, which is still disappointing, but whatever, man. And less than 10% want it to be less strict. So that should tell you something about America in general. It seems that like the minority in terms of like opinion, they have more of a platform. I don't know why, but that's the case apparently. And yeah, that's all I have for now. So let's discuss this stuff. So I think I really wanna go back on that suicide number. It was 7,194 people died because of suicide with a gun. So I think here, Even like- the number one is yeah, too much. Definitely, yeah. And yeah, this, it's, it's really weird to see people, because I think a lot of conservatives are the ones who are opposing gun control mainly. Mm-hmm. And in that entire like scheme of conservator stuff, there's also that like abortion thing where people are like, yo, the kid is alive. They have a life too, they matter. But the thing is they don't think about the kids who are already alive. Right. Like once you're born, you're worthless. That's basically what they're saying. Like inside your mother's vagina, you're safe. You're like, woot. But once you come out, you're like, you're, you're a piece of poop. Like, bye. <laughs> bye, Felicia. And that entire thing is just concerning, to be honest, because it seems that the only times lives matter is when you want to oppose something else. Let's be honest. Right. It's like... Even if we take Blue Lives Matter as an example, it's not a real movement. It was a response to Black Lives Matter. So I think the reason that a lot of conservatives are against this is also because Democrats are for it. Like this is getting political, but if you look at it and there's like a two party system and if they, if the minute like Democrats say I'm on this, they're like, nah, I'm on the other one, bro. So not, I think that only adds to this entire thing. And another way we could get like sensible gun reform is if there is bipartisanship or if we get rid of the two party system. And at right. this moment, we're probably not gonna get rid of it because this not is America. Not get rid of it, but like, shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. I don't care if you are red. I don't give a damn if you are on blue. You guys got there, you got your jobs because what you believed you could make a difference in your county, in your state, in your city, etc. You made a promise to your citizens that I will do what it takes to make you guys feel safe, heard, spoken for. You can say that all you want when you're campaigning. You enter the stupid grudges. I don't even know you. We've never really gone to the fact where. What is the main cause for this divide? 
I think it's just that they want to win. Let's be like, there's right. like an invisible score. It's like they're playing a they're football like game, children. but no one's there. It's, right. They're like children, five year olds. I mean, that's what a Mitch McConnell is the oldest five year old in the world. Facts. To be honest. <laughs> and, and it's, it's upsetting because you guys, it's like teenagers can notice what needs to be changed. Y'all are like 40 and older, <laughs> should be wiser, yet teenagers. Ex- are doing more to the world than you are you're too busy in your petty arguments about oh you chose that oh sorry we aren't friends we um it's high school we're fighting now and like honestly no i remember (gasps) when it was the trump impeachment trial (sighs) um they were so there were some republicans that were like no that he needs to be impeached yeah but ted cruz and his (laughs) so-called buddies were like hey want to come over for lunch have lunch with us with the cool kids that girl the lady goes what do you know her vote's been changed what Mm -hmm. do you know it is so stupid that we have gone to the point where we have to fight to get our way not even people who promised that they would fight for us are doing it for us because they want to fight for what they want it's become selfish and petty we are not you guys were chosen because we believed you could make a difference. You guys say we're making a difference. Prove it. Don't say it in your words. I mean, they are making a difference, just not the right one. (laughs) Right. And it's also like, you can have your opinion, but your job, y'all should remember your jobs. It's to help us, not to help you. mm -hmm. And it's also like, look at the facts. Just, Just look at them. Kids die. There are t- like over 20 shootings this this year. It's only been like, what, four months? Yeah. That's not reasonable. On average, maybe it's like five shootings a month. And it's it's honestly disappointing. It's more of the fact that's like, you, not even one shooting is too much, but 22. Here on that's- this stat thing, it says there's actually been like 155. So it's a lot it's a lot more and it's too common it's yeah like you know what's upsetting i remember last year in school um because shooting i remember there's like i think a school shooting before we had a lockdown and unfortunately because school shootings had become so common we had to have a gun lockdown protocol where we had to act like okay, if a gun, if a shooter comes out, the, comes in the school, what do we have to do? So we all yep. had to practice that and hit in our classrooms. But it's also like, yes, the protocol, we understand that. But yeah. the fact that we have to even think about exactly. that protocol is yes. so upsetting. Yeah. And, and the, okay, I understand why they want us to follow this specific, I can't even say that word, but that protocol, I, the thing is, Unfortunately, even though there's protocols, when these incidents happen, you have to follow your heart. You have to follow what you think is the right choice. Because like it or not, when you're in this situation where a gunman or just a shooter in general, someone who is giving giving away or not giving away, but they are giving a presence of violence to the school or to like a community, you know that you, you're you not gonna be like, oh, we have to hide in the classroom. You're gonna be like, yeah. we have to run or 
you're going to do whatever you think is the right choice at that moment. And a lot of people don't understand that um, when these school shootings happen and like, unfortunately, a kid unfortunately dies because they're trying to escape and they're like, well, he shouldn't, he should have stayed in the classroom. It's like, you don't understand that. You've you never been in that. that. Yeah. Right. Because you were not in that moment. You don't understand what was going to that kid's mind. You don't understand the, like the way they thought, because like it or not, these protocols, they seem like, oh, reasonable. You're entering the situation, I can guarantee you, you will forget everything from one plus one to this protocol. It's, yeah. it's just common sense. Yeah. And I also think when you, when you know how teachers like close the door and they're like, this will stop them. No, they have a gun. That's not going to do anything. Right. Like the person can shoot the door down. They realize they have like a boom, boom thing. Right. And, right. and like, like you said, the fact that we even have to do that, the fact that we even have to like endure that like training in a sense, it's one, it's kind of useless at times because especially for like young kids, they're not going to remember that. They can right. barely remember what they did yesterday. Do you think they're going to remember the entire protocol? No, right. they're not. And it's just, it's very concerning. I remember there were, I there was a, this was like, I think a few years ago, but there was like a bear that came in or some sort of animal. And I genuinely thought, is this a shooting? Like at, at the age I was, like right now I'm like, teenager years I'm not saying my age because like this is the internet internet's scary but even at that time I was like is this a shooting is it am I going to die today like that's the entire thing and honestly lockdowns put that fear in your mind as well like when teachers say oh we're in a lockdown even now I get scared (laughs) like when the teacher's just like yo, we have to do like even a practice one. I genuinely get scared because I'm like, I've seen these things happen so many times. Will it happen to me? And while like, and a lot of these things, they happen in schools. Like we said, majority of them are in schools. So a lot of adults don't really know what it's like, like to be in that situation. They don't know what it's like to have to sit in your classroom wondering if you're gonna die. Right. some people might have that like experience and I'm sorry for you if you have and I feel bad that nothing's being done about it but it's still primarily students are being targeted one because we're like really weak we still are like developing we don't think as properly or as clearly as we can and that's just the fact that people are targeting people who are much less how do I say this dang it lost my tract, much more vulnerable. Yes, much more vulnerable. The fact that they're targeting more people who are vulnerable rather than even even targeting anyone, that's just messed up. But the fact that they're specifically going after children is even more concerning. And I think that leads into mental health, especially because um, in this trial for the kid who, no, the, the man, man, I'm going to say man, this guy was not a kid, he was 19. The man that shot, the for the eight people in the FedEx. Um, He, like I said, he had some mental issues, but the thing is in the court case, people are now bringing that up to say like, we should shorten his sentence. That's the thing. If it didn't matter when he was buying the gun, why does it matter when they're sentencing him? Like it doesn't make any sense at all. You don't get to like go into a place and then 
actually, no, that doesn't make sense. That analogy's terrible. Um, yeah, but I totally get what you're saying. Like the fact that more just not even justice. It's just more more steps to this are brought when the person's caught versus before it happens is unfortunate because when after it happens it's not going to do any good they'll be like oh you yep. should have said anything about the signs blah blah when and another yeah yeah no 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 keep going keep going <laughs> and another thing is i think it's becoming more trendy for people to be like more socially social justice advocate sort of thing especially so, after the george floyd incident yeah like even even now like you see people on their instagram like yo protest outfit or something and i'm like bro that's not the point it's it, right i don't care if you're wearing like a mini skirt i i really don't right you're protesting go for the protest not to show off how like tiny your skirt is or how thick your boots are and right. it's honestly i think a lot of times when it comes to like I know this is like a bit off topic. A lot of this is off topic, but it's very centered around having the image. America in general is centered around having the image of beautiful country, equality, justice, no guns, we are safe. When in reality, we're like a, tr a crumbling country. Like, let's be honest, this is a first world right. country, but we're crumbling. It's like a cake, a really bad cake. Right. Like dry, crusty cake. And it's, it's it's so weird to see people continuously defending like the shooter as well because the shooter dude he has lawyers even when it comes to like these civil cases i'm i don't get why these people have lawyers and i don't get why people agree to them like i get there's like the whole justice thing but it's annoying not even annoying it's disappointing when you see lawyers making the case for like this this person should not have this and this this person should not be like arrested because this and this and even in the George Floyd case I saw the lawyer like saying like he actually died from something I'm like shush shut up Felicia no one cares no it's more the fact okay you can claim which is not true at all but you can claim okay he died from other causes but then you're saying it's okay for him yeah. to put that exactly on his neck like think about it is it okay it's not, it's it okay yesterday on the news um a mom said that um her son was playing this was a kid mm -hmm. have you made they were playing a game i think maybe tag and so the kid gets um what do you call it um the kid gets um confronted and they were like pushing to the ground and one of the kids are like put your knee on him it's okay put your knee on him and it's like, is this what our, is this what America's yeah. come to where it's okay to like put your knee on someone where it's, where it's completely justified to even yeah. put your hands on someone for absolutely no reason. And maybe just because of the way they look, like it's ultimately very disappointing. Yeah, this entire thing, I think I'll put a trigger warning in the beginning, just because like we are getting into some very right interesting topics. And I think in general, this, the entire, all of it's related, let's be honest, like gun control, race, ethnicity, that race and ethnicity, sort of the same thing, religion, what you look like, like what your physical face looks like, if you look white, if you don't look white, and 
it all like comes together and it can it ends in violence most of the time let's be honest like this the shooting that happened recently eight people got killed george floyd he died asian hate crimes they get like severely injured and most of the times they can't most of the time they can't return to their original positions so right i think the america's very quick to defend itself not in america but like a lot of people who oppose these issues they're quick to defend themselves being like no it's fine it's all right but is it though is it really if you look the world is in chaos like america specifically we are in chaos we're in a pandemic there's all of this like gun stuff happening there's mass amounts of hate crimes and people still go along like oh no it's all right it's all right it's okay it's okay and then the minute we say why don't we try stopping it they're like no no we can't we're it's too far it's too far man right i totally agree yeah i think that's we went through all of this stuff like went through most of the things that I had written down is there like anything that you want to add because honestly like a 40 minute episode is pretty good (laughs) um I guess mostly I feel like people really need to understand that we are not like we're not like personally I'm not trying to um make Caucasians look bad but I'm relying on the facts and how America perceives them versus how we, how people with color, African-Americans, et cetera, are perceived. It's that in most cases, a, a Caucasian with a gun, young, old, whatever, who may or may not have mental health, but had signs of something's bad's gonna happen, gets away with the crime. And in doing it and getting away with the crime, he injures the people who did nothing who have color, who have race, who have something about them that just irritates them. And I feel like if we just open the discussion of how of how simplest the simplest metaphor, don't judge a book by its cover, if you just take that into perspective, you will understand why we should not, why you should not judge someone by the color of their skin. It's like, I do that to you, you'll get mad. Like, yeah. it's the smallest things. And I feel like if people really want to make a difference rather than just keep saying it, then they will do something about it. And in a sense, educate your peers, make, say something, do something that ultimately allows these things that are big issues in America that affect every single one of us, whether we like it or not. Yeah. We can make America a better place even without the government. Like yeah. if we ultimately make a lot of we make enough noise the government will have no other choice but to listen to us it's like the smallest things we could do that ultimately bring a bigger factor into helping the community into helping you into helping your family into helping um, america understand that judging someone isn't right race who cares like i don't care like i don't care how you look like i care about your personality that's one of the biggest misconceptions we will ever have and it's something that must be fixed and if we, we can say it all we want, we are equal, but just look at the facts, stare them down. You can look at a, um, not at Fox, not at CNN. You can look at a very non-opinionated facts and you can say, and you can see and tell and ask yourself this, 
was it justified? Was it right? Um, what are the patterns that you see in these facts? Because it's ultimately just not right. Yeah. And yeah, before we go on the government thing, honestly, the government right now, it just seems like they're putting up, I've said this multiple times, but it's just like a facade in a sense. It's like, mm -hmm. we'll pretend to do something, but we really won't. And then that's supposed to look like progress. And another thing is like, in general, people are like, when whenever we bring up race or gun control or anything, to be honest, anything like controversial, people are like, oh, but things are better. Yeah, but mm -hmm. like, if why can't we make them even better? Why can't we make them the best? Why, why do we have to settle for like, it's all right, you know? It's, it's all right, we're, we're, we're safe, you know? I don't get, and I don't get like why people are always so quick to say, but things have gotten better. Yeah, but right. they can get even better. Like even now it's pretty bad. If this is better, right. I, I don't wanna know what like bad is. Exactly. So it's, it's always concerning to hear that. And it's, it's really odd <laughs> to be honest, this entire thing, the idea of like killing another person just because one you can and because you dislike them it's it's to me it's very weird to see that right I, I can't really understand where these people come from exactly hey y'all this is future sleepy um this was the episode this week yay we finally got it out and it was a bit messy and we got a lot to work on but i'm glad we got it out so I hope you keep listening and I hope you join us in the future. Thanks.